0: Relationship Issues, Relationship Talk,
1: on 702.
0: On our relationship feature this morning, we are discussing love bombing. This concept that is really gaining cultural prominence, especially in recent years. So love bombing is a display of excessive affection at the beginning of a relationship with the intent to manipulate it often involves intense displays of over the top adoration and attention. It can be through gift giving, long winded messages, maybe their social media interactions, passionate declarations of love. And often that's used to woo a person and control them or encourage them to stay in a relationship. Right, this can be seen as positive at the beginning of a romantic relationship. But the aim is to is to lure or keep someone in a relationship which can then lead to gaslighting and abuse. If you have experienced love bombing before, I'd like you to share your experience with us. Or maybe you are the person that gives life bombing, love bombing. What do you think is a result of that? And how does love bombing differ from genuine expressions of affection and care? Because there are actually people who Genuinely care, who are genuinely crazy about you, who genuinely want to gift you, who genuinely want to demonstrate their love in every way possible. How do you differentiate between the two? You can share your experiences or call in with your questions on 011-883-0702 or send us uh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp on zero seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. Paula Quincy is a relationship and life coach who is joining us this discussion. Thank you for making time for us, Paula. Happy Friday.
2: Hey, Clement. Happy Friday to you and the listeners. Good to be back.
0: So what what exactly constitutes love bombing?
2: So love bombing, as you mentioned, you know, it starts off where like any normal relationship or you would feel or perceive it to be like any normal relationship where this person is besotted with you. They want to spend time with you. Want to be with you they um can't get enough of you they're always showering you with compliments and affection and attention and gifts um and they just want to be around you all the time and but it goes from like zero to hero in in a short space of time it doesn't play out like you know a, a normal relationship would be, you know where you take time to get to know one another you start dating and then you kind of move things along. This one is all in, it's intense from the beginning. And if it feels too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true.
0: How do I know, uh, Paula, that, okay, this is love bombing and not just the genuine expression expression of love? Because there are people like that who are so giving in their love, in, in gifts, in their time, their attention. And and, and and I suppose what makes it tricky as well is in the beginning of any relationship, any marriage, there's always going to be that honeymoon phase, right? Where you always want to spend time with each other. Um, if someone's, you know, love, you know, they love expressing love in a gifting way. They're going to do that a lot. They're going to be telling you they love you every single minute. So how do you differentiate between, yes, love bombing and just genuine expression of affection and love for you?
2: Yeah, so, you know, someone that is a love bombing is, you know, their ultimate goal is to get some form of control over you. And they will use all ways and means of doing it, uh, manipulative as well. But because it's unsustainable, their true colors will start shining through over a period of time versus Mm. a genuine love genuine love relationship, you know, where this person's emotions and their behavior is more constant or more um, even tempered. Whereas with a love bomber, you know, the emotions can range um, up and down all the time and it can feel like it can be quite emotionally draining or overwhelming um, to be in the space of a love bomber. And they will start off saying, you know, things like, you know, you're my soulmate, or we were made to be together. Um, you know, I've never met anybody like you. You just make me whole and complete. You're the one that I've been waiting for. So almost these um sort of grandeur promises and statements that you are the, they're everything. Um, and that's where the you know, this the the sort of the control starts coming in is because they get you to believe that. You are meant to be, and you are their everything, and you don't need anybody else than them. Um, and that's one of the the signs, or one of the traits of a love bomber, is to actually start isolating you from a sense of reality.
0: How do I know though what their intentions are? Because cause I suppose what I'm trying to understand is there are people out there, and maybe you can help me. Maybe you can help me with this. Are there people out there who? Would genuinely say things like that and say, You are my soulmate. Because there are people who believe that. There are people we meet in our lives where we think, Oh my goodness, I've been waiting for you all my life. So how how do I know someone's intentions or how do I know my intentions in that I am doing that because I want to love bomb them? Or because actually, I really think that this is the best thing that's ever happened to me, or is the problem here the inconsistencies So the person who's love bombing I mean, you Actually may love you They may be crazy about you They may want to be with you all the life, all, all, all the time But the problem is that There's then now inconsistencies They're making you feel Being loved And how it feels to be loved and be gifted So that when they are not demonstrating that You feel it so much So that you miss being on top So then that they use that as control So behave spend time with me, do what I like. And if you don't, then you're going to find yourself here at the bottom where I'm not getting you gifts anymore. I'm not declaring my love as I used to anymore. And you start yearning for what used to be.
2: Yeah. So the, the difference between a love bomber is that they are very quickly wanting to move in and, and cement things and make things permanent. Um, and that's where the, from zero to hero comes in, they want to move in, make it a relationship. Um, you know, so you almost like bypass the dating phase and you go straight into a full on blown relationship. Whereas someone who is you know, interested in a normal relationship, it takes its time. You meet for coffees, you meet for lunch, then you start meeting each other's friends, then potentially family, and that happens over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, they can say, uh, you know, uh, a normal relationship. People can say, you know, it does feel like I've known you forever. You are my soulmate. But it's done in a very consistent, stable manner. Um, and also you're able to have conversations around things that are important to you like you know values and boundaries and um, things that you like that you don't like those kind of things where it's often very difficult to have that kind of a those kind of conversations with love bombers mm. because they'll either just sit or downplay those things um, and they will always be demanding your attention for themselves and not necessarily want to spend time with friends or family or even time alone. If you some time out, you know, it's I just want to be home alone and I want to, talk. and they struggle with that because they struggle taking you no know, for an answer. They actually prefer to have you all to themselves um, and they can communicate things. So um, they will constantly be over communicating around, you know, how they feel about you. Sometimes they may even pick up on where you are. It may seem cute in the beginning because it may seem spontaneous. So they may say things popping into your office and saying, oh, I was just in the air as I'm aware and I thought I'd surprise you and pop in and say hello. Um, you know, little things like that, which seem cute in the beginning, but they actually are starting to woo you over so that there is a, a form of control. But it's also around you, you yourself being able to have a level of self-awareness and tapping into your own self and going, Am I feeling uneasy about anything? Um, it does something feel out of sync here? Does something feel not quite right? And being able to listen to that, you know, and if you're starting to feel emotionally drained or on edge or just that you just can't have five minutes to yourself, that's potentially signs of someone that is trying to love bomb you.
0: Mm, Okay. Why is it dangerous?
2: Well, it's dangerous because, you know, once that person has got control of you in terms of they can then start dictating what you can and can't do, what you can and can't wear where you can and can't go they start making decisions for you they get to a point where they create a space in such a way that you then can become dependent on them for everything you give up your independence in other words you give up your friends you start distancing yourself from family members it can start affecting your your social interactions with other people even in the workplace because, you know, you've there, there's always issues if you need to work late or if you're speaking to work colleagues um, and then potentially even go further than that around financial control and, you know, um, making decisions on your behalf because um, they love you so much and they mm-hmm. know what you not like and what you need and they feel they, they will take care of it.
0: 11 883 Love bombing. Have you ever... Have you been a victim of love bombing, or maybe you are a love bomber? Give us a call, send us a WhatsApp voice note. Maybe you've got questions around how things have started with your partner, or someone you're seeing, uh, or maybe you want to just share your experience of what's happened in the past. 011 8830702. That's the number to dial. Um, or alternatively, you can give us, you can send us your WhatsApps on 072 702 and 702.
3: Hi, Clem's. It's crazy that everything has got a name these days. I did not know of the concept of life life bombing. But I'll tell you just a a, a fascinating story. Um, When I met my wife, I went all out because at that particular moment, I was able to do so. Um, But over time, because of other commitments and, and other... Experiences and kids coming to the fore, and and money being less and less. I haven't been able to do the same, you know. But I still wish I could. And it goes into a point where she at times expresses feelings of uh, dissatisfaction, you know. But I did not know that it's really a concept, and and it could even be called manipulation. That is actually absolutely shocking.
0: Ah, thank you for your for your WhatsApp. So, Paula, for, for people like that who say, Well, in the beginning I could. I had the time, I had the resources. Either to spend time with this person, declare love every day, take them out, massage them every day, but right now there work commitments, their kids involved, and that's why it's not happening anymore. Um does that then qualify as you love bombed in the beginning and then you've not been consistent? Because sometimes there are life factors that come into the play that sort of disrupt the flow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's where we often refer to as the the typical relationship cycle that all couples and relationships go through. And that beginning phase is what we call the honeymoon and the romantic phase. You know, and that's where, you know, we are, the, the chemical imbalance that's going on inside of us in terms of oxy, oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin and, our, you know, hormones and the, the excitement, the adrenaline. So naturally in the beginning stages, we do want to spend time with each other. We do want to do things for each other. But as our relationship then settles down, we become more comfortable with each other. We settle into a rhythm or a routine where a healthy relationship consists of still allowing each other to be individuals and having some me time or being able to go out with friends Um, And being able to discuss things and and have deeper conversations. Um, So, yes, in the honeymoon romantic phase, we can play, display some signs of love bombing. But it's not done from a manipulative point of view to gain control. And as the relationship continues and grows out into a norm, you know, into their routine of being comfortable with each other, That doesn't mean necessarily that you stop doing those things, but you just find more of a balance in terms of managing life. That for the two of you and and into each other's lives a lot more integrated versus trying to control one.
4: Good morning, Clement. Uh, Love bombing is very common in a lot of females, most especially at our mid-thirties, upper forties. I'm not sure about fifties. Because we are independent um, Guys But um, Guys they see us And they see some sort of um, Bless us We even scared, We get scared when a guy starts Reflecting their true love We don't even know if you are being yourself Or you just coming with a hidden agenda So It's very common It It is common
0: mm. Sure. Uh, Paula, listening to that, I'm thinking that's now, it's almost like it's a trauma response. You've you've been so traumatized by the past experiences of love bombing that when someone sometimes comes and expresses genuine love and appreciation for you and they want to build this, you are thinking back to what you've gone through and now you're like, oh, this must be love bombing. And, And sometimes that can really affect how you enjoy the relationship if you're constantly thinking, oh, is this really it or is this love bombing? Because then you miss out on just being in the moment. Um, can, can that happen where if you've been through it, you're now skeptical of anything that comes and looks like it?
2: Most definitely. And, you know, that's one of the risks of being exposed to love bombing is that it can affect our self-esteem, our self-worth, our self-value, and it can cause us to have trust issues. So that the next relation we, relationship we step into, we're going to be very skeptical and potentially you know, react and respond in a way that brings those mistrust issues to the surface and it could potentially sabotage what could be a good relationship. And that's why we always recommend that if someone has been through a traumatic breakup, Um, to seek some help and do some self-work on themselves first so that they can then walk into their next relationship in a much better and healthier space, mentally and emotionally.
0: Mm. So what are some of the examples of how love bombing shows up in different types of, of relationships, even in friendships?
2: Yeah, so you know, friendships, um, it's always around you know, wanting your friend to do everything with you and getting upset or jealous when they choose to do things with other friends um, and you're not included. And you and so it's almost like you you force choose because you want them all of yours and do everything with you. You know, some of the terms that would be used like you're my bestest friend ever, you're my number one, you're my person. You know, and we use that kind of language um, in our relationships as well. It's also planning things on behalf of our friends and saying, you know, like controlling their social calendar. Like we're going here, we're doing this, we're doing that. And not actually listening to them or hearing, like, what do they want to do? Um, where do they want to go? What are some, some of the kind of things that they enjoy doing, which can happen in our relationships too. So we start taking control of the person's um social calendar we start controlling what they can and can't do or eat or wear um, from a what, where they can spend their money um, you know what kind of people they can hang around with um, and so it's not that different it's just more emotionally charged from a romantic point of view when you're in a romantic relationship because there's obviously a lot more intimacy involved you know from a physical side. Whereas in a friendship side, there's intimacy in that you've shared deep, dark secrets with each other, but you haven't been physically intimate with each other.
0: Mm, yeah. So, who, who is most likely to love bomb someone? What, what, what context do we need to understand about someone who ex- actually exercises that kind of behavior?
2: Well, love bombing is very closely assa- closely associated with people who have personality disorders, and the most common one is is narcissism. Um, you know, but we all have traits of being narcissists. However, in order to be um, you know labeled as a narcissist, you do have to have a clinical diagnosis to actually diagnose you that, and so that you can seek the right treatment um, as to you know changing that behavior. But it's closely associated with narcissism.
0: Okay, I've got some more WhatsApps and calls coming through.
1: Hi Clement, this love bombing thing—it uh, I feel like it's more of those narcissists I encounter such, and it's bad, and it's very bad. It's narcissist. It's the minute somebody start to behave or be whatever the bombing, love bombing, and whatnot.
0: Okay, um, let's go to some text here. Hi Clement and, and Paula. Um, we ought to be very careful of scaring people off genuine lifetime love with terms such as love bombing because the line between what's real and what's not real is very, very, very fine and undefined. Many people stay single for long periods because of such fears. And when you enter any relationship with fears and suspicions, you tend to realize those fears. Tafara, thank you so much for for your message. How do you then then Paula get people to as as Tafara says, you don't want to scare people right You still want them to actually go in and experience and love. If things work out, they work out. if they don't, they don't. but also you don't want to you know people to fly blind to walk in not knowing sort of what to look out for because they may end up, you know, being the ones that are hurt. So what's the fine balancing act there? How do we, one, allow ourselves to be fully immersed in this experience, in this new love, in, in the gifts, in, in in the expressions, but at the same time we are not naive. We are aware and awake to the possibility that some people may come in to, to love bomb you.
2: Yeah, I think so. Starting with the self first is you need to have a healthy sense of self. You need to have a healthy relationship with yourself and understanding what your boundaries are and you're not afraid to enforce your boundaries and say no to things that make you feel uncomfortable or that don't align with where you are and and what you want in terms of a, a relationship and the types of behavior associated with that. Um, you know, but at the same time remaining open and curious. Um, to learning more about the other person, taking your time, not feeling pressurized or rushed to jump into anything. Um, and if you, if you feel that, you know, you are being pressured or you're not seeing something, something from a, from a perspective, that's where you can tap into the people that know you the best, your friends and family, um, because they know you and they can also yeah. allude to if your, your behavior is changing or if something doesn't seem quite right. And then also you can tap into a professional as well. You know, there's no one is ever going to be 100% perfect. I think it's about being open and curious and knowing when something feels right for you and when something doesn't feel right for you. And then being aware of red flags when you start dating or you start getting into a relationship. What are the red flags that are popping up for you? And then speak about them up front. Don't just dismiss them and, and think that they will go away and they will change over time. Um it's important to speak about those things and then observe the behavior of the other person and how they respond and react to those discussions. Are they open to those discussions and willing to sit down and talk them through and find a way forward? Or do they become defensive and reactive? Are they blaming you and saying it's your fault you overreacting? overreacting? Um, are they willing to take responsibility for their behavior? Are they willing to see things from your side of the, of the situation? Um, because that could be a big red flag.
0: Mm. Someone on, on the WhatsApp line says, slim and, and Paula, it's so easy uh, to fall in love with the words and gestures of a love bomber. This guy told me I was his best friend and I knew then that nope, um, Guy, I've only known you for six weeks
3: <laughs> Six yeah.
0: weeks and we're already besties Love it Okay, 11 8830702. Um, that's the number to dial I see your calls I'll get to them after the latest in eyewitness news headlines uh, But I'll also play more of your WhatsApp voice notes on 072-702-1702 We're discussing love bombing this morning on our relationship feature with Paula Quincy. You know, that display of excessive affection at the beginning of a relationship and the intent is to manipulate, right? It often involves those displays of over the top adoration. It's so intense. The attention is intense. Um, the gift giving is intense. Like, right? you have these long messages. Are uh, you speaking on the phone for three hours? Um, but actually, The whole idea there is to have you feel this high um, So that that love bomber is always going to use that To manipulate and control you Is that something you've experienced? Have you been a love bomber and maybe you didn't know about it? Let's talk, it's 11.30
1: Relationship Issues Relationship Talk On 702
0: Love bombing is what we're discussing on our relationship feature this morning It's 25 uh, minutes before 12 o'clock. Uh, let's start with your calls on 011 702 Lerato in Pretoria, good morning.
4: Hi, Cameron. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I just wanted to find out. So, Giz mentioned that um, at the beginning, which is we all know, at the beginning a relationship could, could have love bombing elements and traits because it's the honeymoon phase. And it's usually one party kind of doing a love bombing to another party to convince them of a relationship. Mm. And once that relationship is now a bit more stabilized, you find that that partner, then the ocean, then the, the love bombing that was there at the beginning, it, it tends to stop. So it seems like something is retracting. And mm. they might not be doing it from a place that um, it's intentional, but they just feel that the relationship is now stabilized. I'm now in a relationship with mm. a person, so I don't need to do the tricks. and the tricks that I used to do at the beginning, and maybe let me not call them tricks, but to the bombing that I did at the beginning mm. because now the relationship is stabilized. But the, the other party could read it as someone pulling back, and then you see a reverse of the love bombing ba- coming from an insecure uh, uh, perspective. Now you thinking you now need to exert, and it can be re- it can come across as, obviously, insecurity, nagging, mm. too, too, too attached. But um, how do you then manage those emotions when you, you can't really, because nobody really will say in a really, I mean, not that they won't, but I don't think those conversations are usually had in a relationship where you're saying, you're not, you, you, you find people that will say, you, you're not the same as you were before, things have changed. But mm. the partner, you know, the one partner doesn't actually think that they're doing anything wrong. They just see a stability in a relationship or they just feel like, there's no need to do all of the stuff I was doing at the beginning, I've got the prize. Yes. Um, we all
0: work so hard in the beginning right we all work exactly. hard we want to impress i want to go out on a date with you i want uh, us to commit so yes. so are you asking then that if 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 clement is how do you
4: manage your emotions at okay. the end when now clement is pulling back because now he doesn't have to do all the work but then you feel you are, you, you become a bit insecure yeah feel now that you're letting those the, mm. to, to, to do the bombing and exerting those emotions to hold on to that relationship. Got it,
0: got it. Uh, Lerato and oh. Pretoria, thank you for the question. Paula?
2: Yes, that is often what happens with couples. As the relationship settles down, complacency can set in. And this is often where couples do get stuck in what we call the, the love dance. So in the world of Imago Relationship Therapy, one, one couple, you know, one person or partner now feels, okay, well, we're settled in. I don't have to put my best foot forward anymore. You know, we just, we get comfortable. We get into a rut. We get into a routine with each other. And then that's where couples can become disconnected. So it is important for couples to have these conversations. At the time that they are experiencing this. So if one couple, if one partner is now feeling a, a bit neglected or, you know, you don't do the things that you used to do anymore. And so do, don't you love me anymore? Those kind of things. It's important to sit down and make each other aware of the things that you do enjoy each doing for each other and the things, the frustrations as well, because that can lead to conflict. Mm. Um, often we don't give our partners that feedback. You know, I love it when you bring me flowers every Friday when you come home from work. It makes me feel this or it makes me feel that. Mm. Um, And so we very seldom tell our partners what we like or what we love and enjoy them doing. But we're very quick to point out what they're not doing for us. And by having these open, honest conversations with each other, it actually gives each other insights into what are the things my partner appreciates about me? What are the things my partner likes about me? And that, because I now know that about it, I'm more willing to keep doing those things. I'm choosing to do those things because I understand how important it is to them, as opposed to love bombing, which is where it will go into the the sort of irrational behavior of on the one one minute you love bombing me, and the other minute, on the other hand, you blaming me and saying it's my fault because I did something, and so that's why you've crossed with me, or you've just you've distanced yourself from me. So it's a definite emotional roller coaster ride.
0: Yeah, Tato, uh, sorry, Tabo in in
5: Annadale. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm good. Hey, Clement, hey, I hear you. Uh, you guys have a very interesting conversation here. Uh, I just want to find out from the lady. Okay, I understand uh, when you're you know, talking to a person and showering her and all these things, it's love-bombing. But what do you genuinely feel like this is the right person that I've met. You know, like uh, for me, like uh, for, for my age, uh, I have been around and I met this person. and We talk a lot, and we we always are conversing and we are sharing ideas and like like we have a relationship, even over the phone or personally. Yeah. And I I I tend to talk to her a lot, and I feel like she's my best friend because she gets me. So it's not a thing like like I just wanna find out and I love bombing her, although I've got good intentions with her. You know, I don't wanna control her. Just I I like the fact that she's in my life. And she does the same thing to me, you know. It's a poker. We do that to each other. Mm. So I would love And and when you guys are
0: fighting like or maybe she she's made you upset, Tabo, you you don't somehow you know, step back on some of the things um uh, you were doing. So you don't you don't reduce the gifting because or, or you don't call her best friend anymore because now she's spending more time with friends, and you feel neglected. That that's not what you do.
5: No, 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 no. When she goes with her family or, or her friends, uh, like I, I, we we both allow each other to do that. For yeah. an example, uh, this coming weekend, we, uh, she has uh, an appointment with her friends and her family. Uh, like I don't have a problem with that. Even yeah. like for or, or for myself, when I have time. Uh to spend with my daughter or my family, she does not have a problem with that, but we mm. shower uh, like each other with uh phone calls checking in, and when we fight we, we don't even fight for five minutes you know uh we just like resolve our issues quickly, and we don't tend to lean on what we fight about that's what I like about her, that's what she likes about me so yeah. oh,
0: that I mean, sounds I'm like a healthy relationship or- okay let's hear let's hear from Paula sounds healthy to me. Paula, um, Taba wants to know, we love bombing each other here, him and, and the partner. It sounds healthy to me.
2: Yeah, definitely sounds healthy. The fact that they allow each other their own space to be able to go and do their own thing, but then they always come back together. They come back to each other. You know, and and that is where you feel secure in your relationship that if you want to go out with your friends, that's fine. You know, go and have fun. But then, you know, I'll see you later when you come back and that'll be our time. So that's what a healthy relationship and healthy attachment looks like and that you're secure in yourself. You're secure in your partner. You know where you stand with each other and you're secure in your relationship. Whereas love bombing is very opposite to that. It's signs of jealousy, signs of insecurity, potentially even following you around um, and dictating who you can and can't see um, and, uh, you know, also even uh, blaming you as to, well, it's your fault. You did this. So you've brought it upon yourself. And um, those are all big red flags.
5: Mm-hmm. Hi, Clement. Will a love bomber admit that he is one, firstly, And does a love bomber always initiate the relationship firstly?
0: Okay. So is the love bomber always the one that initiates um, a relationship? Or, Or can it be the other way around? You have come to me, but now I'm love bombing you.
2: So majority of the cases, it's the love bomber that initiates because they have already kind of, sussed out the situation then they've already in their minds decided that you're the one so you may have initiated maybe have initiated contact or given them the opening line by you know smiling at them greeting them and giving them an inroad but they would have already your majority of them would have already made up their minds that you're the one and they are going to do whatever it takes to win you over and woo you over. Now, that a lot of them, you know, some people don't realize that they are love bombing and portraying narcissistic behavior because they haven't done their own self-work. They haven't done their own healing journey. Um, And narcissism primarily comes from childhood and and previous experiences and traumatic experiences. Um, So it's not to excuse their behavior, but there are people out there portraying those traits and behaviors that aren't aware that this is what they're doing and that this is how they're showing up. And this is where, you know, it's important for them to go and seek help and therapy to help them, you know, shift that, that behavior to a much more healthier so they can have healthier relationships and attachment.
0: Yeah, which is why it's so important to give and take feedback. Because uh, some people are not aware of their behaviors and, and the implications of that behavior. Um, so it's so important to, yes, we must talk, give feedback, but also be in, in a position to receive it. Here's another one.
1: Hi, Clement. It's the first time I hear about the term love bomber. And so I worry that it kind of sounds like me, but hopefully not in the toxic trait kind, because I will love bomb in a relationship. And I will be the one that just goes all out all the time, especially if I feel that you are at the level where I think that you could be a soulmate. But for me, I then um, feed off of the energy, I get back from the effort. And I try to match that. And now I worry that will that me doing all of that, that is a part of me trying to be manipulative towards you or what? Because if I then go down, does it then that mean that I can't sustain it? Um, because for me it's purely because I want to feed off of your energy And if it's not at that level, I then reduce Yeah,
0: yeah, sure uh, One day we must have a conversation, Paula Maybe about that feeding off energy Because it, it happens many times where we We always we always respond to behavior So, oh, um, my partner is buying me this, this, this Then you buy them that Oh um, you know, I got a gift on on the Valentine's, or, um, there are pl- flowers that came maybe to this list on a Monday, and then they do something almost like that. So there are some people who don't actually initiate certain things. Yes, some people will do the initiative, will start the initiative, but, but there are other people who respond to the energy, and I just wonder how healthy or unhealthy that is. Must you always wait? for your partner to demonstrate commitment and that they're gifting and that, and then you respond in that way.
2: No. So, and you, know, this is where it's about managing expectations. And this is another conversation that couples should have around, you know, what are you expecting from me as a partner? Um, what are you expecting from a relationship? Um, Because sometimes we do have unrealistic expectations. And so we may do things and without realizing it deeper down, we have an expectation that our partner is going to reciprocate. And when they don't reciprocate, we can feel let down and disappointed and that, um, you know, they've let us down. But we set that expectation in the first place. And so that's why it's important to have those discussions around expectations um, and, you know, healthy boundaries and being able to, um, you know, talk to these things through these things together. But if you're, if you're out there and you're, you know, cause if you're doing that and you're creating an expectation, the underlying result of that is it can cause a lot of resentment. And when there's resentment in the relationship, it can erode away of the, the love and the care and the nurturing and it can turn into a toxic relationship.
4: Hey Clement, do you know what the danger is? The danger is when they love bomb you into financial health. You will be the love of their lives until they have used you financially to their uh, advantage. Once they're done with you, they grow cold. I learned that.
1: Good morning, 702 family. Is love Bombing, a form of emotional abuse because it feels to me like you are emotionally abusing someone. And also, um, I'm not sure if this has been covered. Is there unconscious love bombing? So you actually don't know that you're love bombing um, a person, or is it a strategic, calculated um, behavior? All
0: right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, c- can you. Do it without being aware that that you're doing it, Paula?
2: Yes, absolutely. So you can show up and display love bombing traits without um, being manipulative and that's generally linked to underlying issues around insecurities and self-worth and self-esteem so you're seeking your partner's validation you're seeking your partner's affection you're seeking your partner's attention but it's to do with your own insecurities as opposed to uh, someone who is intentionally love bombing there is a hidden agenda there and that agenda is to gain control and yes it is a form of it is a, it is abuse.
0: Someone else was, was asking about, well, it wasn't a, a question, but a statement that some people love bomb you into financial health. So is it the kind of people who just start giving you lots of money, they buy you this and that, um, and, and and you get to a point where financially you're okay because of them. So can the, can there be something like that, love bombing you into financial health?
2: Yes, absolutely, because it's giving you a sense of security that you to be taken care of and you don't need to worry about anything but is also highly realistic because you know in the real world if something happened to one of either one of you from a partner point of view you know you you would need to be able to take care of yourself financially uh, and have financial planning in place Um, you know that's what a healthy relationship does Um we look at the the good the bad and the ugly and the reality is at some point you know Someone could die. Someone could get seriously injured or hurt. So, what are our financial goals, and how are we planning for that? Whereas, if someone is just showering you with gifts all the time, you know, looking at their behavior, when there's when when you're having arguments and disagreements, are they threatening to take the gifts away? Do they throw it in your face and say, "Yeah, but I gave you all these things, and therefore you owe me, or therefore you wouldn't be where you are if it wasn't for me." That is manipulative behavior and, and that is toxic behavior because you're trying to make the person feel guilty that they do so much for you. So therefore, they shouldn't be upset or angry with you or, and or that you are unappreciative of the gifts that they've given you um, and you shouldn't be behaving, be behaving that way. So they're trying to manipulate you and kind of buy you over with money and gifts to make you feel safe and secure in the relationship
3: Alright, lemon i look at it as like being on probation like getting your job being on probation and you have to work hard to prove yourself to get that permanent position like it's the same so uh, practically girls are in the end of receiving and they always want to receive and then if you stop uh, 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 getting those flowers Like you did at the beginning of the relationship Somebody else then uh, Will get her flowers and chocolates Then uh, that's where the cheating starts Because she no longer Gets those flowers and chocolates from you But the thing is uh, uh, You cannot uh, keep on being on probation forever KK Pretoria <laughs> KK thank you
1: for the answer
0: <laughs> Do ladies really love Just flowers and chocolate Eh just one flour and chocolate. KK, thank you, man. Thank you for, 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 for raising that. Um yeah, he thinks it's 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 probation. But how do you because consistency is also important and you touched on this a little bit earlier, Paula, that I mean things are not always going to be the same in any relationship, in any marriage, there's no relationship or marriage that's just like hundred percent perfect. Things are gonna go up and down. You will fight, you'll be happy. You will be in a point where you're traveling, you're buying each other gifts, you're getting flowers. There's a time when that doesn't happen and sometimes it's because of the circumstances of life. But it's still important to try and push for consistency, right? Because that matters in a relationship.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, that's where a healthy relationship is key in terms of learning to deal with the the ups and the downs. Couples are going to have arguments. Couples are going to disagree. And the key is how do they resolve conflict in a constructive way versus a destructive way? Um, and they're never, ever going to agree on everything a hundred percent all the time. It's just, it's, it's impossible um, because you are different human beings. You have different outlooks. You have different views on life. But when you average that out over the whole course of your relationship, do you feel that your relationship is nurturing, supportive? Do you feel that you can trust each other? Have you got each other's backs? Are you aligned on the same kind of path as to where you want your relationship and your future to go to? Whereas with with um, love-bombing relationships, it's generally more one-sided and the love-bombing partner controls where the relationship goes and, and how it goes and the pace that it goes at. Hi, Paula.
1: I would like to know what advice have you got for a relationship that started out very healthy initially, Um But um, unfortunately, uh, our lives just started revolving around one another and um, it became to the point where uh, I couldn't go and see anybody or any friends and kind of distance myself from them. And uh, he did the exact same. And um, now a couple of years down the line, we are in this um, horrible situation where neither of us grant one another the time to um have our own space see our own people and i just think that um, there's massive insecurities and kind of don't know how to get out of that Mm,
0: paula
2: yeah so i I would recommend going and seeing a professional to help you both work through this and to create um, a sense of healthy boundaries and healthy attachment And that it's okay um, for you to do things on your own and have me time It's actually very healthy. So whether that's going to gym or whether it's meeting a friend for coffee or lunch or whatever, um, you know, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you are any less loyal to your partner and that you don't love your partner. And then look at ways that you can slowly start integrating yourself back into society, into social circles. So maybe it's reconnecting with old friends that you've lost touch with. Maybe it's stepping into new circles and trying something new. So new hobbies or interests where you can meet new people. Um, and that, you're uh, doing that. It's also reassuring each other that you're still committed to each other and you're still committed to the relationship. But it's perfectly okay for you to have some me time to go out and do your own thing, whether it's gym, whether it's gardening, going for a walk. um, And then the two of you to kind of recreate and rebuild the spark between the two of you because it sounds like you've got into a bit of a rut and a bit of a routine is for the two of you also to try something new from a couple's point of view and breathe new energy and new passion back into your relationship. So try something that you've both never done before, so you're both starting on the same foot, you're completely unfamiliar with it, and that can create lots of laughter Mm -hmm. and learning and bonding.
0: Yeah, Adam uh, sent a message saying, Clement, my wife gets flowers every single Friday. I've been doing this for the last 12 years. Mm -hmm. That's a message from Adam, who's listening to us from Switzerland. Nice.
4: Ooh. Hi, Clement. Let me tell you, um, if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, if you're being love bombed, you will know. Use your gut feel. You will know when it feels wrong or when it feels awkward or when it just doesn't feel right. It's a very, very um, sensitive issue, and people are misusing the word "love bombing" these days because everyone seems to, to feel like they're love bombed. Everyone seems to feel like they're with a narcissist. Trust your gut feel; it does. It feels so perfect in the beginning, however, it turns out to be really, really horrible, and there's a lot of jealousy involved. It's just, it just doesn't feel right. Mm.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for your WhatsApps and your call. Paula Quincy, thank you for making time for us as well. She's a relationship and life coach.